What's up, guys? It's Real to Bernie. Welcome, welcome, welcome to my podcast. I live where you vacation. So I'm here in Orlando, Florida, and in, in this first episode of uh, my podcast, I live where you vacation. I want to share with you how did uh, Realtor Bernie uh, got into real estate. So back uh, when I moved here from uh, Caracas, Venezuela in 2001, uh, I went one year uh, of high school uh, to a Popka high school. And then after that, like a lot of uh, us, uh, we didn't really know uh, what I wanted to do. Uh, so I went to uh, the Valencia Community College uh, trying to get like a, like a AA uh, degree where I can see what's going on, you know, what do I like, and then go from there. Uh, at the same time uh, I, that I was going to um, college and then I was working in a golf course at Errol States, um, I end up, uh, you know, talking, uh, you know, being around or involved in the real estate because of my dad and uh, other three uh, business partners uh, were flipping uh, properties uh, back, uh, you know, back, uh, back, back uh, those days uh, where uh, there were a lot of people doing LLCs and then flipping properties. Uh, so... You know, one day uh, my dad, you know, I was talking to my dad. My dad is like, picked me up from uh, high school, from college. And then he kind of like, okay, let's go to see this property. Uh, and then you let me know what you think. And then I was like, okay, let's go. Let's go see it and then see uh, what's going on. So after that, and after a few uh, more times that I went with my dad to see uh, properties that he was uh, planning or uh, trying to buy to flip uh, and you know remodeling and then sell uh, sell them um, I really like uh, the way that the real estate uh, business um, was so my one uh, one one afternoon uh, for dinner uh, I was uh, we were having dinner together and then my dad asked me if I would like to get my real estate license uh, and then instead of, uh, you know, instead of like using uh, another realtor uh, when buying and selling, um, he will do it uh, with me and he will do all transactions with me and I can still uh, go to college in case that, uh, you know, finish college just in case that I wanted to do something else. Uh, and then at the same time, I can also uh, keep working at the golf course for some extra money. Uh, so it sounded like a great idea. Uh, back then, uh, so I say, okay, sure, what do I do next? So this is where my um, journey started in real estate, uh, where, um, you know, I, I was like, I had to look up uh, where to get my license and all that, uh, what to do, what was the first step. Uh, so I finally found um, a real estate school um, called uh, Trey that uh, they were in Kissimmee. And it was like, uh, that was the place to be. A lot of uh, good reviews, uh, good recommendations for other people. So that's what I went. And then after 
uh, getting my real estate license uh, in 2006, I did, um, uh, I started with a Cobalt Banker uh, for one year because uh, they were they were really, uh, they, they, they're somebody that I really know and then I, um, you know, I, I believe and I know that person, uh, it's like my mentor. Uh, he told me to go ahead and start with um, a Cobalt Banker for, a, you know, for, for at least one year or two. Uh, so I can get into, you know, all the training that they have, uh, you know, all the, everything that they teach you so you know uh, what to do. Because a lot of the time when you start in real estate, uh, the, you, you know, you go ahead and study, uh, you get your license. And then after that, you're like, what do I do? You know, you don't know what to do. So that was a good uh, guide uh, for me uh, to start with Cobalt Banker. Uh, I did one year with them. And actually, it's a funny story, uh, kind of like a side story. When I started in, uh, Cobalt, in Cobalt Banker, I was still doing, going to college and uh, working here and there in the golf course. And then all I was doing was kind of like a, a part-time at uh, Cobalt Banker as a realtor only with the deals that uh, my dad uh, was giving me to buy and sell. And then, and then we're at the office that I used to work in Cobalt Banker. They were in uh, New York Avenue in Winter Park. And that office, unfortunately, is not there anymore. Uh, but uh, even though that I was uh, doing uh, part-time uh, in Cobalt Banker, uh, because I was doing so many deals with my dad and with my uh, dad's uh, business partner, I ended up getting uh, for a few months the uh, rookie of the month, uh, which is like they give you that it's not awards or anything like that. They just give you uh, the front parking lot, uh, parking spot of the parking lot. So right in front of the office uh, where you can park your car and the, if you're the rookie of the month. So that was kind of like cool. Um, and then that, you know, that actually motivated me um, to, you know, to wanted to do more in real estate uh, and then go ahead and go full time. After I did one about one year in, with Cobalt Banker uh, and I really appreciate everything that I, that I was able to learn there, um, I was looking for another brokerage where I can put my license, but I actually wanted to be um, somewhere where they were in uh, something smaller than Cobalt Banker. Um, like a family-owned uh, company if possible. So I know meeting with different uh, brokers. Um, and then when I get to one, which is uh, Luxor Realty, uh, which is actually the company that I work for and I've been with them since 2007, um, I had a meeting with, um, with the broker. And the broker, uh, when uh, we sat down on the, in this conference room, and then he saw my um, my last name. He's like, uh, "Hold on, wait here." Uh, and then I say, "Look, you know, like I, you know, like I have to. I, I, I mean, it's probably like <coughs> half an hour. I have um, another appointment with other brokerage, so I have like three or four appointments." He's like, "No, no, no, don't go anywhere. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna get somebody else." So I was like, "Okay." I waited there for like probably like five minutes, which it probably felt like like 20 minutes and then Oscar uh, senior with Oscar junior came in into the conference room and then they started asking me questions about my last name 
and then they're like how do you know this person and then the, the the story was like that person that my uh the oscar junior or oscar senior uh were asking me about there was my grandfather was in the navy in venezuela and then uh they knew each other uh from the navy in venezuela so oscar senior and then my grandfather they knew each other uh from the navy uh, in Venezuela, that's kind of cool. So I was like, he's like, oh yeah, you actually, you're not going anywhere. Sign here, sign there. Uh, so you can, you're gonna be working with us. So you know, I took the challenge. Uh, I actually signed up uh, with them, um, and then I have to cancel all my other appointment because it took longer. Uh, by the time we spoke about everything else, you know, uh, family and and the business and all that. So um, it was kind of a cool story, and then that was kind of like my beginning. And then I've been with uh, Luxor Realty and then the Morales family uh, since 2007. Uh, so going very strong, um, a very good uh, uh, family-owned uh, company uh, with uh, great uh, staff, uh, great uh, um, agents and everything. So. I'm pretty. I'm. I'm so happy that I was able to, uh, you know, like to meet with them, uh, because it actually, uh, I've been in that company that long, and then I've been the the, the one, uh, the the salesperson that been uh, with them the longest. So that was kind of like a like a cool story for you guys, so you can you can start to uh, get to know me. Uh, so I wanted to share this with you for my first uh, podcast. Um, I live where you vacation, but also I want to keep it like, um, like not so much uh, about real estate, but other stuff. So if you have any other, uh, you know, anything else that you want me to talk about it, uh, we can go ahead and do it. I'm going to be talking about, you know, places here in Orlando, because we all know that this is a, a tourist area in Orlando where, I'll, where we get a lot of visitors uh, every year. Uh, we're gonna be talking about sports. I love uh, playing sports like uh, basketball, soccer, uh, golf, tennis. So we're gonna be talking about, and football, of course. Uh, and then we're gonna be talking about all that. But I want to introduce myself to you guys, uh, and then I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, this my first podcast, and then hope you have an awesome day. And stay tuned. Take care, guys. what's up guys it's real to bernie hope you guys doing awesome uh you know just getting ready to start the week uh, uh the the mindset is uh very important for this week uh the way that i see it i was watching some of the um the games for the nfl uh semifinals before the you know the road to the super bowl and then uh the way you can see it is the way that uh, you see the players like, you know, practice, practice, practice. Uh, that's pretty much all they do. They practice a lot, and then you know everything that they practice, they put it um, in play when they play the game. So um, a lot of the times we trying to skip uh, that step of practicing. Uh, but I think uh, something like 80% uh, of the times or something like that. I was reading a book, uh, if I remember, if I remember correctly. Uh, they were saying like 80% of the times an athlete, uh, baseball, uh, basketball player, or soccer player, or football player, uh, is in practice like 80% of the time, and another 
20% of the time is just a game. So uh, that's kind of like uh, how we should like have the mindset uh, now that this week is starting uh, today and then trying to keep that uh, going and then, you know, reach as many people as we uh, can to offer uh, our services or just to say hi, uh, you know, because of everything that is happening, uh, a lot of people um, are not, you know, are going through a, a, a hard time. And I, I think it's important that um, we don't judge people. Uh, that's what I'm trying to do this year. Uh, we don't know uh, what, they, what uh, people or that specific person is going through. Uh, so we might be we might be getting mad, uh, you know, at the at the traffic light or uh, because somebody cut cut us off uh, at the line at the store or anything like that. But uh, just keep in mind that with everything, all the changes that been we've been going through last year and uh, part of this year, and I, I'm a believer that everything is gonna uh, you know it's gonna be okay, and then we're gonna just gonna be things are gonna get better just a matter of time, but. Uh, just trying to try it for a week, uh, you know, not to judge people because you don't know what that person is going through. And then, you know, uh, connecting with that, con uh, just connecting with people, uh, just not uh, only offering our services, but uh, connecting with people uh, to see what they need. Um, and then, you know, you're able to help them, of course, that'd be great. But today I want to talk about the top 10 issues affecting real estate. Um, the, he said the counselors of real estate has ident identified the current and emerging issues expected to have the most significant impact on real estate this year. Uh, the first one, of course, COVID-19. Uh, will real estate demand will, re will be reduced by the virtual offices and a preference for home entertainment? Will social distancing habits persist and require larger spaces, higher costs to accumulate, accommodate the same functions. Uh, we've seen that a lot with a few clients there, you know, they're combining, uh, uh, you know, two or three uh, members of the family. So they're going to, uh, you know, they're trying to get in a bigger home and sell in their other home so they can uh, live with the family and then, you know, uh, at least save some, time, uh, save some money in the meantime. Uh, so we've seen a lot, and then here in Orlando, uh, in another places, we offer uh, what they call uh, uh, next generation homes, which you can put um, a few families in there. It's uh, one, uh, two houses in one, and then that's that's kind of cool. Uh, I will gonna be talking uh, later about that in another podcast. Uh, number two is economy economic renewal. For the decade of the 2020s, the nation may see weak economic growth, although the, con the economy is trending upward during the recovery. Uh, number three is capital market risk. Uh, volatility has spiked in the financial markets, which makes pricing debt more challenging. While pricing stabil stabil stability and liquidity appears to have somewhat returned, Late payments and loan defaults have seen a significant increase. So we're going to see, in my opinion, I think we're going to see, um, you know, like uh, maybe uh, a few of the loan defaults or, you know, uh, what, what we call in the real estate business uh, uh, foreclosure and short sale. 
but I think it's gonna be pretty limited to be honest with you I don't think uh, the, the numbers that we've seen and then the um, you know the the expectations or the what they're hoping for uh, 2021 uh, it doesn't show that it's gonna be too many of uh, the foreclosure and short sales uh, just to keep our eye on it uh, but I really don't think that that's gonna be uh, an issue that it was back in uh, 2008 and 2009. Uh, the number four is a public public and private uh, the U.S. national debt in mid-2020s was more than $27 trillion or $210,000 plus per taxpayer. Total personal debt now is, exceeds $20.5 trillion and is approaching the U.S. annual GDP. Number five is going to be affordable housing. There is a tremendous need for affordable housing uh, throughout the America, but also a strong none in my backyard or um, name by agenda. Uh, so that's very important too because uh, the, the affordable, um, at least here in Orlando, I just want to talk locally uh, because I'm a realtor here in Orlando, but um, a lot of those uh, affordability uh, here in Orlando is pretty high. Uh, when it's like over a hundred percent is really good but when it's like we're really really close to the hundred percent I think last report that I was uh, by the Orlando uh, Realtor Association and by the NAR uh, research uh, they were saying I think we were almost like somewhere in the 98 percent which is really good and a lot of the times uh, that I've seen in a lot of my clients and a lot of people that I know uh, that is uh, is almost as affordable to buy something than to rent it, just because it's the, in, the just because the interest rates are so low, and then people are taking advantage of that, and and then you know, uh, it's, it, it, a lot of the times make more sense, and uh, and the programs that you're gonna be able to get, they, they're gonna be really good uh, plus the interest rate, so that's definitely gonna help flow of people. While immigration for the U.S. have ground to to a halt, many urban urbanized are considering fleeing to the city, given the disposable income required. Such urban flight is primarily available for well-wealthier households and those with remote employment options. And number seven is space utilization. COVID-19 will have a last lasting impact on the design and use of the real estate space with a level of tra- transformation and rebuild not seen since the end of World War II. So uh, the space utilization, they're just trying to do, you know, if you have an extra room, you've seen that they either convert it to, the, to, a, you know, to another room, use it as a home office or using it for the, even for the kids to do homework. So we're going to see that a lot that uh, we saw it last year and then we're going to be uh, seeing that in 2021 too. Number A is technology and workflow. The general uh, desire for working remotely is accelerating the adoption of technology in the commercial real estate environment. Necessity will move us to a better and smarter building and operations. Uh, nine is infra- infrastructure. While infrastructure is a critical issue affecting real estate, fa- funding remains elusive. Basic infra- infrastructure 
uh, needs will go up and potentially impact real estate values and develop patterns. And then number 10 is going to be ESG, environmental, social, and governance. Uh, It's a critical component of real estate investment, issues of equity, sustainability, health, and wellness, and diversity, all filters into decision-making. So that's what we got here with the, like I was saying, with the top issues affecting real estate. Uh, there's a lot of predictions. They, at least the one that I've seen, they, uh, it seems that the market uh, this year is at least going to go up uh, 5%. And then they're talking about the, the interest rates not going higher than 3.2%. But remember, that's only uh, predictions that uh, we're getting in, in reports. And then you can always check my social medias. Uh, I put a lot of information about the predictions for uh, 2021 uh, that uh, that I think they're important uh, to share with you guys. So I put them right there for you guys, so you can look at it, uh, use them, and you can share if you want uh, with anybody that uh, you think that they could benefit for it. But um, the real estate market, we're just gonna still gonna have, even though with everything that is going on, uh, uh, like I, like I mentioned it before, a lot of people are still. Uh, buying real estate, taking advantage of the low interest rates, uh, and that pool of sellers are take are taking advantage of uh, that huge pool of uh, of uh, buyers that we have now with a low uh, inventory of, of homes for sale here in Orlando. Uh, so you know that's gonna affect uh, the real estate locally, uh, but you know it's still gonna go up. I believe that. It's not gonna be. It's just gonna be a matter of time uh, for the economy to uh, get what it have to get uh, to be. But it's just gonna. To, it's just gonna. We saw it last year. Even even uh, when the uh, pandemic hit the, you know, like uh, the world, uh, we saw that even even with that, like the the real estate never stopped. Uh, it just kept going and going. And uh, the, all what we did was adjustments. Uh, you know, with the realtors. Uh, uh, financial institutions, uh, mortgage uh, lenders, and everything, but uh, it actually never stopped. If you look at the at the statistics, uh, it, you know it never stopped. It kept going, going, and going. So uh, that's a positive um, uh, way uh, to see the market. But if you're thinking of investing, uh, you can in Orlando. You can always reach me, uh, or you can follow follow me in my social media at Realtor Bernie. And then I'm here to help. And I uh, hope you guys are doing great. Thank you so much for listening to I Live or You Vacation uh, podcast by Realtor Bernie. And I have an awesome day. Take care, guys.